The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Porik Horkin, he of the Horkin Garden Centre family, is joining us now. Porik, good morning. Good morning to you, Pat. You sent me a picture of yourself in a I sea did. of poinsettias. And this is the time of year for poinsettias. And what a terrific Christmas plant, Pat. I don't think there's any plant that signifies Christmas as good as a poinsettia. Originally from Mexico, believe it or not, and that's a hint and tip on how to take care of your poinsettia indoors. So they like a bright, sunny window. They need to be kept dry between watering. So I generally water my poinsettias about every seven to 10 days, depending on the heat of the room. So let them slightly dry out between watering. And if you look after them, the red leaves are actually bracts. They're bracts that colour at this time of year. And if you look after your poinsettia well, it'll often hold its colour right into spring or summer of next year. So I often get calls in the middle of June where people tell me that their poinsettias are still beautiful and red. So look after the poinsettia, okay. keep it warm and water it uh, about every seven days. Many people think the poinsettia is, what we're looking at is the flower. We're looking at the red leaf. Does it flower and when? It does, Pat. It produces a beautiful, small yellow flower. It, it, it'll come into flower actually over Christmas, but the flower is very, very small, very minute. The leaves are modified bracts, so due to light levels, the leaves turn during the summer from bright, uh, deep green colour to the lovely red colour we see at uh, Christmas time, and that's down to light levels. And then right in the very centre, you've got the yellow flowers. So when you're picking a poinsettia in your local garden centre, make sure the flower buds are closed. That's a sign that the plant is really healthy and that it will actually last longer in colour. Now, you're always warning us not to dry out our plants with central heating, but the poinsettia is different. It does. It likes to be in a warm room, in a sitting room, a living room, a kitchen area, somewhere bright, but control the watering. Do allow the water to just slightly dry out between watering. If you overwater poinsettias, you're going to destroy them. And don't shock them with ice cold water. No, keep the water tepid. That's important. A little bit of water, you know, maybe leave the water sitting for an hour, maybe two hours just to warm up before you add add the water. And also keep them out of any drafts as well, Pat, away from sliding doors. So keep them cocooned Mm. in a bright location. All right. Now, what else uh, for indoor planting uh, for this time of year, Uh, maybe for cooler locations indoors? Yes, cyclamen are terrific, Pat. We plant cyclamen actually out of doors at this time of year in our window boxes or our patio planters, but cyclamen also do really well indoors in a cooler situation. So if you've got a bathroom or maybe a colder area, slightly shaded, the cyclamen will flower from now, again, right through into spring of next year. Azaleas will also be available now, and again, they love cool conditions. Azaleas are actually a plant in the rhododendron family that do very well inside at this time of year, but you need to leave them sitting in water. So they're the opposite to our poinsettia. They actually love to drink water over the Christmas period. And if you want something for scent, Pat, scented hyacinths are just in flower at the moment. You'll get them in your local garden centre and they give that lovely sweet scent indoors right through the Christmas period, as do gardenias. So pop into your local garden centre. It's a great time to get some indoor plants to dress the home. Now, questions. I have two solanums in pots. The first year they were fine and flowered well. In the last two years, they have less and less flowers and smaller amounts of leaves. Although the growth does seem fine, what am I doing wrong? 
Well, there are a couple of different types of solanums. We've got climbing solanums like Solanum glasnevin, that's a climbing plant. But I'm guessing that the listener is talking about the winter cherry, which is an indoor plant in the solanum family. It's got those lovely red berries at this time of year. It needs to be kept indoors because it is frost sensitive. So you have to keep it indoors during the winter months. But it's a plant that needs to be repotted in March and early April and then left out of doors for the summer to flower and set its berries and you take it back in in September. So if it's the winter cherry, repot it springtime, place it out of doors on your patio until September and bring it back indoors and it'll do really well for you. A couple of uh, grassy questions. Is it too late to cut the grass? My garden's looking a bit hairy, could do with a pre-Christmas trim. And another one, cattle broke out and trampled my lawn. The lawn is now full of deep hoof holes. Should I fill in the holes now or wait until the spring? That's from Mary. No. Mary, fill them in now. The weather conditions actually at the moment, Pat, are great for lawns. I mean, it has been so wet up to now. I cut my own lawn in a couple of days ago and and it's looking fantastic. So if you can get out on the lawn, give it a trim. And for Mary, I would refill those pock marks, Mary, fill them up with some good quality topsoil and some lawn seed. And that will germinate over the winter season. You might also want to just put a, a, a roller, a heavy roller across the lawn as well, just to even out those pock marks as well. So fill up the holes, reseed, but also get out there and trim the lawn with this dry weather. Uh, can you ask Borak how best to get my white-berried skimmia potted plants to produce a decent amount of berries? That's from Eileen in Wexford. Oh, what a lovely plant, Eileen. Skimmias are actually at their best at this time of year, Pat. We have red fruiting forms and white fruiting forms. They're female varieties and, of course, they're dioecious, which means that they have male or female on the plant. So Eileen needs to introduce a male plant and a really good variety of skimmia is one called Skimmia rubella, which produces its flowers in April. It'll cross-pollinate with the white or the red buried skimmias and produce beautiful berries then next spring so or next winter. So get yourself one of these skimmia rubellas. It's a male form, does really well in a pot, and you can put it close to the female varieties produce berries for next year. Himalayan honeysuckle getting quite big. When and how to prune back or can you let it go? Also clematis or clematis out of control. Prune now or in the spring? That's from Brenda. So the Himalayan honeysuckle patch is is actually a garden shrub. It's a plant called the pheasant berry or Lycestia formosa. And it does need to be controlled because it can actually spread quite wide and get quite tall. The good news is it's burying at the moment. So leave it alone and let the wildlife feed off the berries. And then next spring, April, cut it back by two or three feet to reduce its height. In relation to clematis, it depends on the variety when it flowers. So if it's a spring flowering variety like Montana or Montana Rubens, which does get quite big, they flower in April and May. We prune them after flowering in the first week of June. If it's a summer flowering variety, then they can be pruned at this time of year. I have an apple tree in the garden. It's there since the grandparents' days. Would like to relocate the apple tree to a more suitable location in the garden. Is it possible to dig it up and transplant it elsewhere? And if so, how and what time of year? Well, we're into the time of year for transplanting plants in general, Pat. Once apple trees and fruiting plants drop their foliage, which mid-November is the perfect time, they can be transplanted. Now, what's going against this plant is its age. It's there since their grandparents' time. So my advice really is maybe to plant a new apple tree rather than disturbing the old tree. The old tree will be, it'll be very difficult for it to re-root and be very difficult to move it. So younger plants up to about 10 years move really well, but after that, you're going to struggle. So Mm -hmm. I think 
plant a fresh plant instead. Maybe time for one more. Ask Porik if Mahonia winter sun is suitable for a very small garden. I absolutely love them, but I'm not sure it'll get too big over time. And if so, can they then be pruned to size? That's from Michael so, yeah. Galway. So, Michael, the answer is yes, I have a beautiful Mahoney winter sun in my own garden at the moment. I prune it in March every year and I keep it to about six feet. It's absolutely gorgeous at the moment, Pat. It's covered in bright butter yellow flowers. But there are dwarf varieties of Mahoney as well, like Apollo or Soft Caress is a dwarf variety. But winter sun can be grown up to about six feet, but prune it every March to control its height. Porta Corkin, thank you very much for joining us. And it brings us to the end of our programme. A reminder that our items from today are uploaded as podcasts, which you can listen to in the Newstalk app or by GoLoud. Just search for The Pat Kenny Show. The winner... The Pat Kenny Show. With Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am. On Newstalk.